a melange of stories about entitlement and disrespect, a bit of birthday anger, some noodle slurping, and ha-ha, Madison Cawthorn lost his stupid seat in Congress. But before that happened, we talked about what a lying hypocrite he is, even if Pitney thinks he's hot. And I managed to tie the current baby formula shortage into the Year of the Saints. It's a real shot in the eye. I was listening to a lot of, I was catching up on a lot of podcasts that mm-hmm. I haven't been able to listen to. And one of them was one I hadn't listened to in way, way, way too long. And it's by uh, a local comedian named Chris Cubis. And it's uh, called Bad Advice with Chris Cubis. And basically what he does is uh, he brings on some other comedian friends and they read Dear Abby letters. And uh, then they give their advice, their analysis and their advice to the people. Oh, how fabulous. Okay. And, and it's and it's kind of amazing to think that people are totally still writing letters to Dear Abby. Because these are not like they went back 30 years ago and found some Dear Abby letters. These are current. Like it, Oh, I know. I actually read it online quite frequently. It's you know? really strange. In fact, when, when I read this, when they did this letter, um, this particular letter that uh, struck me, I was surprised that it took me no time at all to find the exact letter online. Oh, um, well, yeah. Because it really was that recent. And uh, I'll just I'll just say this. Uh, when I was driving, I had an instant, very, very strong, visceral reaction to this letter, to this predicament. Okay. And all three of the comics had initially the complete opposite reaction to me, which I thought wasn't even possible. Like I couldn't believe that anyone could believe, could think even for a second, the opposite of what I thought. Eventually after they discussed for a while, they came around to mine. Now without me telling you what I thought, I'm just going to read you the letter. Okay. And I, I'm very curious because I was so sure that my opinion was the only possible opinion. Okay. <laughs> so I'm, I, that makes me very curious. Okay. Okay. Dear Abby, for years I told my mom and sister that I did not want to have happy birthday sung to me on my day. Year after year, they ignored my feelings and did whatever the heck they wanted. This persisted from about my 20th birthday through my 40th. On my 40th birthday, I told them it was the last time I would tolerate my feelings being ignored. They did it again the next year. But when I asked for an apology, all I got from them were fake apologies and lame excuses. 
I will forever hate my day because it reminds me of how long my feelings were ignored and how my day was made all about their wishes. How can I love somebody who doesn't care about my feelings? I am now nearing my 62nd birthday. They continue to bring up the subject of celebrations for all our birthdays, and I continue to tell them that I don't do birthdays anymore. Their refusal to acknowledge my feelings causes me pain. What can I do? Signed, no fanfare in the Midwest. Oh my god. I won't read Abby's response. I... What's your gut okay, reaction? So... So her complaining, wait, let, let me, uh, my understanding is she started complaining this about this when she was turned 20. Yes. Okay. Um. So basically for 20 years straight, she said, don't sing happy birthday to me. Yeah. I have mixed feelings on it, actually. Really? Okay. But one of my big feelings on it is, is. It's one of those stupid families, like, well, we've always done this, and fuck you because you're weird for asking this, and they're not respecting her. Right. You know, I get that, but I also kind of think that she's a dumb bitch, because if that's so important to her family, and it's her family... Let them sing happy birthday to her if that's part of their tradition and they've spent the first 20 years of her life doing this. I mean, like, what sort of weird thing happened that all of a sudden she decided to hate Well, it may be their that family. she... Their family, yes. I don't it know. It may be I that she didn't say anything until she was 20 because she was a child. Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, now, I, I will say... I will say this, since you've kind of said both sides... The three comics all immediately said, it's 30 seconds, suck it up. Mm-hmm. And I was screaming in my car. I was screaming that she asked them one goddamn thing. Yeah. And they refused to do it. And they eventually, as they were discussing, one of them eventually said... You know what? I bet it's not just about singing happy birthday. I bet there's a lot more going on there. Well, therein lies the important point, right? Which is yes. apparently her mother and sister are a couple of cunts who don't have any goddamn respect for her. Yeah. Now, I happen to be someone who also really fucking hates having happy birthday sung to me. Mm -hmm. I hate it. And... I also, one of the things I screamed at the three comics in my car was, you are three people who like being on stage and having everyone look at you. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You would love having 30 seconds of attention every chance you could get 30 seconds yeah. of being the center of attention. I don't want that. Like, I don't like being the center yeah. of attention. I like being in a room full of people, but I don't have to be the center of attention ever. So the idea that she was like, look, I'm a, I'm a fucking adult. Can we just not, can we not sing happy birthday? Yeah. And it's kind of weird. And I make it see if she was like that when she was 14 years old, 
I would have been like, you stupid little bitch. You're going to have her happy birthday sung to you or you're not getting any presents. But as an adult, she should be able to say, you know what I mean? But yeah, there's so much more going on than just that. There's obviously a lot of dysfunction in that family. Her yeah. family's obviously very controlling and she's like the black sheep. I mean, I can read so many nuances into her oh, life yeah. without knowing anything about it. You oh, know. yeah, because she is using the language she's using to just say, because she's not just saying, I don't like it. I asked them to stop. They don't stop. She could have just said that, but she wrote like five paragraphs about it. Yeah. And this is way bigger than that. And yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, obviously. She, yeah. she, I mean, she made it very clear to them. Like, like, you know, on my 40th birthday, I told them this was the last time that I would tolerate them singing it. Like that is pretty fucking Yeah, that's bold. pretty crazy. They did that from 20 to 40 is pretty scary. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that just even that even though she her. said I don't like this, but they kept doing it, and then when she turned forty, she said, "Okay, this is it. This is the very last time you do it. From this point on, if you do it again, you know that I specifically told you that yeah. you're being a fucking asshole if you say And the happy fact birthday. that she is in the Midwest says it all, because oh, you know it's some stupid family who wants you to tradition and family, and they want what they want." You know, and it's all, you know, oh, but, but, but we have to celebrate everybody's birthdays and we have to, it's like, no, I don't have to fucking do anything with you people. I don't have to do anything. I can yeah, stay and home I can and turn off all the lights and I don't have to even talk to you. Both points of view. If you take it out of the obvious therapeutic context, which it clearly needs to be in, right? Yeah. If you take it out of that context, context I can see both points of view because I've definitely come to appreciate things in my family that were annoying and stupid to me but now I miss the tradition you know what I mean so I can see a both you know what I mean so like what I don't know I don't I, know see, I have a hard time lumping in singing happy birthday with family traditions, though. Yeah, but if it was just something that was always important and always done, I mean, I don't know. If it was... Probably because it's the proper thing to do. It's, like, you know? the worst possible thing. It's like, oh, it's so awful. Like, if it was, well, it's your birthday, so we have to... If we have to throw a pie in your face. If oh, it see, was, yeah, no. well, it's your birthday, so you have to wear the stupid hat. Or it's your birthday, yeah. so you have to, you know, take off your clothes and run around the house naked. Or because it's a tradition. Or, you know, or anything. It's Or it's yeah, your birthday, but... so we have to take you to the steakhouse. But just because you don't eat meat anymore, fuck you. We go to the steakhouse. Because that's what your father likes. But it's Ooh, my, but that it's my, so Midwestern. But it's my birthday. Yeah, but it's yeah. your father. Your father likes this, and it's your birthday, and that means it's all about your father. Because you know there, you know that there are, um, I mean, it's like, without naming anyone, in like therapy groups that I'm in, there are people who hate their birthdays because their mothers are such 
extreme narcissists that their entire lives, their own personal birthdays have been days celebrating their fucking mothers. Because, uh, because what the hell did you do? I'm the one who had a baby. Oh my God. And these women are like adults now and their mothers are still having to make it all about them. And it's like, okay, well, how about I don't ever answer the phone when you call again ever? Mm-hmm. You know, how about you could be you could be dying in a ditch and I don't show up? How about that? Because that's the relationship you've forced me to have with you, because you're a cunt. And it's like that when families don't fucking respect their kids. Yeah. They make their fucking beds and they have to lie in it because eventually their kid is going to go, you know what? I don't actually have to hang out with you people because they don't. Oh, and then they're going to be all hurt and they're going to. And and it's too fucking bad. And then they play the all I've done for you card. But she doesn't have to hear it if she doesn't answer the phone. Absolutely. All she has to do is not answer the phone. It's Absolutely. her birthday could be great if she just doesn't answer the phone yeah. and she and she just locks the door or she goes on a trip and doesn't tell anyone where she's going. I mean, I you mean, know, her birthday could be there's perfect. There's so many unspoken nuances of that letter. I could write a 900-page novel about it. Oh my god. Oh yeah. You know. But the very and the, and the title of, the the title of that novel would be Those women are cunts. <laughs> because her mother and her sister are total cunts. They're total unreasonable cunts. And I can just see... Oh, and I bet they, at every birthday party, they blast old Amy Grant albums. <laughs> but not and the I bet they Galileo all have the evangelical just... hair, yes. But not, the, but not Hearts in Motion, because that album's great. Oh, it is great, yes. That album's fucking great. <laughs> Oh my god! So, what did Abby have to say? Um, God, let I. You know what? I didn't even read what she said. Let's see. Uh, dear no fanfare, feeling as you do about your thick-headed relatives, see less of them. If they contact yep. you to discuss birthday celebrations, remember you do not have to participate. In the future, if they suggest doing something for your next birthday, tell them you already have plans. It's the truth. You plan to avoid them. <laughs> Oh, see, that's pretty delightful. That's bitchy. (laughs) See, that's pretty fabulous. See, and I don't, I'm not even sure. Well, I don't know. I think, I think the old Abby or Ann Landers back in the day might've been that bitchy because they, because, because they were pretty, you know, back in the old MYOB days, you know, they were, they were always a little bitchy. So I, I do yes. actually have something that really irritates me about my birthday. And you, I think you were a witness to this, at least on my 50th. Remember the big camp out party that yeah. I had that you and your husband? Anyway. Yeah. Uh, you probably, you have to know this. You know me well enough to know that I hate cake. In general, I never yeah. eat cake. Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't say never, but I would say... If it's you're not offered, desserty like ice cream, yeah. maybe, but you're not a desserty person. Yeah, if cake is offered to me fifty times, I may say yes one and a half times. Yeah, that. So anyway, 
But, you know, my mom is very, oh, you have to have a birthday cake. Oh, you have to have a cake. Right. And, oh, and I was like, no, oh, Mama, that's really stupid. I don't want a cake. And she's like, there's so many people here. Yes, all of these people will be expecting cake. I do remember those discussions. I have, like, what, 50 people there? Yeah, and of course, yeah. you know, God bless her. She sent Leah, whoever it was, off to Walmart to go buy a big sheet you know, cake with or 30 something. bucks or whatever to buy a cake and then her feelings were really really hurt that it never got eaten at all right because it was a sitting outside around a fire pit kind of a party and that's not really a sitting around eating cake kind yeah, of a party. every year we go through that and it's like mom i don't want a cake well not every year because i'm hardly ever with her on my birthday right. anymore or what you know what i mean yeah but but you're supposed to have one. It's like, but I don't want one. Yeah, well, r- really, you're supposed to have whatever you want. And if that's not cake, then, you know, some people prefer pie. So they shouldn't have a cake. They should have a pie. You know what? Yeah. I want Velveeta dipped in chocolate syrup and a bottle of cheap wine. That's what I want. I don't want cake. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I want canned cranberry sauce cut into cubes (laughs) with frilly toothpicks. (laughs) You know, and and it's so funny. And it's like we go to the store, you know, once every couple weeks. And she always longingly looks at the cakes and the desserts and the tarts. And she's like, I wish I could buy that, but you won't eat any. And most of it will just get thrown away. Oh, don't they like, sell like one slice of pie or like they little do but i was like you know you could buy it and what doesn't get eaten i'll take across the street to the neighbors or just throw it away it's like you can afford a six dollar cake it's not like it's gonna break the bank right you know <laughs> eat as much as she wants and then yeah but anyway i don't think that's on the same level of disrespect as this woman what she's going through yeah but it is sort of irritating to me because it's like she's so insistent and I think... Because she's not just forcing it on you, she's forcing feelings, it on the whole party, yeah. I think her feelings were genuinely hurt that nobody ate that cake because if it was her birthday and nobody ate the cake, her feelings would be hurt. Right. And I'll, I'm wondering if she was... if if she thought she was being hurt, like on your behalf, like if she thought your feelings were hurt. And so she was feeling bad for you, even though you really don't care. I Lord wonder if only knows. Yeah. And again, that's something for the therapist. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh not even that important of a thing to, I mean, I just thought I would bring that up because oh you know, it's, it's birthdays and it's a thing. It's, it's a thing. Now, but I do remember, just before, one more yeah. thing, and then I'll stop, because, oh my god, my fourth or fifth birthday, mm-hmm. there is a Super 8 oh my god. Um, home movie of me. My dad was, like, holding me up okay. over the cake okay, while they were singing to me, and I don't know if I was frightened to be held up. Or if I was irritated or, you know, or like I don't know what it is, you know, but no, I was happy at first, but I think I was irritated at my dad holding me up and there's a super video of me stomping on my birthday cake on my grandmother's dining room table. Oh my God. Okay. We need, 
we need like a clip. We need like a <laughs> clip of that. That is magnificent. That's it amazing. does exist on DVD because remember we had all those movies. Right. You probably don't remember, but you did see it. Oh my god. Because yeah. I think you came over and watched anyway, but yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I remember lots of very sixties cocktail party looking like New Year's Eve parties and stuff in your garage. Oh yeah, there was a I, lot of that. Lots of yeah. that. Yes. But anyway. Gro- grown up cocktail parties and shit. Yes. Anyway. Stomping on birthday cakes. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> That's just amazing. Hey, this is Kate. I'm a forensic psychologist and crisis clinician, and I collect stories. Everything from true crime to trauma to parenthood. There's a lot more in common between depression and sociopathy, or between serial killers and podcasters, than you might think. Are you sure you really want to know? This is Ignorance Was Bliss at iwbpodcast.com and iwbpodcast on social media. There was a thing that came up. Unfortunately, it has nothing to do with birthdays, but it was it was I happened to be reading some "Am I the Asshole?" as I as I am wont to do, and it's vaguely similar in that, like, is the is this disrespectful kind of way? But mm-hmm. this is again, I prop well. In this case, I don't think I would have to tell you my opinion. I think you will know exactly what my opinion is. Uh-huh. But the title is, Am I the Asshole for Walking Out of a Restaurant Because My Girlfriend Ordered Spaghetti? I think you're okay. going to love this. I um, think I am. I think I am. I, 25, male, am dating a woman, 24, named Allie. We moved in together five months ago, and I really love her a lot. Mm-hmm. Allie just doesn't have great table manners. She eats noisily and sloppily. In restaurants, <laughs> in a restaurant environment, usually this isn't too bad because of the natural ambient sound. In a quiet room, <laughs> it's much more noticeable. I don't exactly like it, but usually I can tolerate it. However, when Allie <laughs> eats pasta... She slurps her noodles so loudly that people from other tables look. It's oh, com- It's completely mortifying <laughs> to hear people murmur about her loud slurping all the time. I know this might be normal in some cultures, but from where I'm from in the U.S., it looks really uncultured and bothers some people who are more sensitive to sounds. I've tried to teach her how to use a spoon to spin the pasta into a ball. Nope, she doesn't want to. I've tried to ask her to take smaller bites. Nope! That's how she eats pasta, and that's how she'll always eat pasta. We've been to a local Italian restaurant half a dozen times, and each time but one in a basically empty restaurant, she humiliated me with her loud, slurpy eating. I know I shouldn't care what other people think, but I agree with the patrons. It's disgusting. People are trying to enjoy a meal. (laughs) I finally got frustrated one day and told her that I wouldn't eat noodles with her in public anymore. 
She can eat alone, or she can go with friends. I'll happily drive her to the restaurant, but I will not sit down with her. She kind of blew off my message with an, oh yeah, you're perfect, so I get it, and I thought that was that. Last night, Allie really wanted to go to our local Italian place again. I asked her if she would be ordering spaghetti. She rolled her eyes and said she'd get the lasagna. I agreed that was fine, and we went out for the first time in a while. When the waitress came to take our order, Allie completely went back on her promise and ordered spaghetti. I told the waitress I wouldn't be needing anything, stood up and walked to our car. I relaxed in the car, listening to a podcast until Allie came out a while later. She sat down and started giving me the silent treatment. When we got home, she yelled at me about embarrassing her, would not let me say a single word without shrieking over me, and said that she's only interested in an apology. I refused, and she went to another room to loudly talk shit about me to herself, intentionally so I could hear I don't know if I went too far. Uh. Pitney, is he the asshole? <laughs> oh my god, it's so fascinating and fabulous. <laughs> I want it to be a, I want it to be like a John Waters movie. It's so outrageous. Now, first of all, I want to know everything. Who the fuck is this guy? He's either like a really fucking prissy queen or some like, you know, really rich tennis playing dude that really talks like this. That's what I thought. I totally thought that I was totally expecting when, when I was reading it the first time that he was... That he was like some country club asshole. Yes, and, I was and just going to say that. And that she had no table yeah. manners and that she was like using the salad fork or yes. something incorrectly. And I, I was totally expecting it to be like, like he was trying, he wanted to like send her to an etiquette class or something. Yes. Because she didn't know how to use utensils right. And that was why he was humiliated. But like that she didn't know how to eat right. Because, like, oh, my God. And that, that he wanted, like, he wanted, like, brownie points for dating a poor. I, that's <laughs> totally what he read. He reads like that, oh right? Oh, my God. He's such a shithead. <laughs> I can totally see him in his tennis sweater, you know, over the back, folded at the front. Oh. And talking like this with his, you know, little upsweep hairdo, even though he's only 24, you know. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I say good for her. I for I saying she's going to get the lasagna and then ordering the spaghetti. I thought that was fabulous. Oh my god. It's so I Because that was an intentional fuck you and that, I love oh yeah. that. Because she fucking knew she was like I really want to go to the Italian place. I'll get the lasagna. I mean, my god, that's fantastic. She totally did it on purpose. And she needs to like, leave him. I can't believe she stayed with him after the yeah, first time. Yeah, and then over. when he comes home, his the bed needs to be covered by Olive Garden spaghetti. Totally. Oh, I, I want his car filled with spaghetti. <laughs> I, I want her to dump a whole pot of spaghetti down the front of his pants. 
I just, oh my God. You that can't... is, oh. I love it. But you know, the scary thing is there are people out there that would sympathize with him. Oh God, totally, totally. And then, well, if she's being uncouth and acting in an uncivilized manner. Right. You obviously was wondering, a classier woman. Yes. I was wondering if perhaps, I mean, I don't know. Maybe she's Asian. Well, but yes. See, and I that kind of, is I part of too. the culture where slurping right. loudly is right because he, your he, he appreciation did of the food. And that could just be an ingrained cultural thing, which, of course, it would piss her off if that was challenged. Because he made a point of mentioning that some cultures do that. But I'm from the United States. And in the United States, we don't slurp our noodles. Oh, see, I bet he made a big point of that. White people don't do that. Trump loving tennis player who's dating an Asian girl. I bet that's what's going on, and she better dump him. Oh, so revolting. So gross. I mean, I don't know, but it sounds like that's a possibility. Oh. And I hope everybody online is saying that he's an asshole. Or are there some rich guys that are saying, well, you have a point and she shouldn't be so uncouth and be so insensitive to your sensibilities, you know? (laughs) I mean, there is something kind of, I don't think in my entire life, I don't think I've ever ordered spaghetti in a restaurant. I don't think, oh yeah, I have it, like Spaghetti Factory, yeah, I have, yeah. Like, I mean, there's been, like, spaghetti that came on the side of things, but I don't, because spaghetti is something that I can make myself without any effort at all. So I don't know if I've ever been like, oh, you know what? I really am hungry for spaghetti. Let's go pay for, like, a $15 plate of spaghetti when it costs you, like, $3 to make it at home. (laughs) Because it's, like, literally the cheapest thing you can make. But, um, oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, I... There's a part of me that knowing it upset him, like I, I almost hope that because I know she did it on purpose, I almost hope that if he hadn't gotten up and stormed out, that her initial plan was to be louder and slurpier and like fling sauce all over the table. Oh, yeah. To and just then, like you know. fling it everywhere and get it all over her face. You because know, apparently then, he thinks she's an animal. And then ask for an extra cup of marinara and then just pour it in his crotch and burn his little white boy little dick. <laughs> oh, God, it's so... I picture when I went that I was picturing like the sweater and like one of the Menendez brothers. You know, with the oh, hairdo. Yes. Uh, that's Very what I was Menendez. picturing. Yes. That's what I was picturing, like, uh, the Beverly Hills guy. <laughs> or the way, like, James Spader looked in, like, um, was, wasn't was he the rich guy in, like, Pretty in Pink? Wasn't he? Was, oh, God, I don't, yes. I haven't seen that movie in so long, I don't remember anything about it. Yes, I think so. Or one of the rich guys, but you know, like you know, like what in the the every every rich guy in a John Hughes movie in the pastel polo shirt and the white pants, yep, who drives the convertible, <laughs> that guy with the feathered God, hair. Does anybody dress like that anymore? 
I bet country club people do. You know. I bet they do. Actually, you know, Tennis working whites. where I work, I see a lot of college students, yeah. right? <laughs> and because I'm near um, the San Jose State dorms. Yeah. And so we get a lot, like all the college students come in and they all buy their booze from my store. On the weekends. That's so funny to So me. you always have to be really careful about checking ideas. But anyway, I have noticed with these young people that scary yuppie stuff is coming back in style. I've noticed shorts, midway. Like, like Ocean Pacific style stuff? Yeah, like mid, like short, like not that short, but midway between that short and me. Right. Very yuppie, like slack cut. Yeah. With, like... Very 80s. With, yeah. like, green short sleeve button-up shirts with flamingos on them. Or, oh, God, that's so 80s. Oh, my God. They, purple go with, like, shirts with yellow boomerangs on them. That's, like, a thing. Oh, that's so, so it's 80s. Yeah, it is, like, that scary 80s <sighs> yuppie aesthetic. It's coming back a that little bit, and it's crap. weird, like... That fucking preppy shit. Like, right, yeah, you see, like, now, like, the real, obviously, like, asshole frat guys. Yeah. They're wearing short pink shorts and, like, lime green printed shirts. Wow. It's really weird. And it's like, yeah, it's becoming 1983 again. But it sort of makes sense when you think about it socially, too, because think of how racist and homophobic... 1983 was. So why? So it. So 1983 is kind of back. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's like. Kind of back. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, scarcity of baby formula on store shelves these days, there's been a lot of talk about breastfeeding this week, mostly by people who really need to keep their noses out of babies' mouths or something. Anyway, it just so happens that there is a saint who is frequently depicted in art drinking the Virgin Mary's breast milk. And I don't mean sipping it daintily from a cup. I mean, she's across the room, going for distance and accuracy, nailing him right in his open gob. Or, sometimes, she's shooting it into his eyes. Ladies and non-ladies, I give you St. Bernard of Clairvaux. Honestly, even though he was a monk, and an abbot, and wrote a lot of influential stuff, and lived during the Crusades, and apparently was a really important dude... Who gives a crap? Because that's not why we're here today. Y'all want to know why Jesus' mom is spooging breast milk at some guy in fancy church art. It really wasn't unusual for Mary to be whipping a titty out in paintings. But usually it was just to feed baby Jay. 
But because Bernard had a waking vision, or a sleepy time dream, or whatever, depending on which version you're reading, sometimes we get a depiction of this wackadoodle story where the Blessed Virgin Mary appears to him, feeding her baby like normal, and when Jesus takes a little breather, she lifts up her boob and gives it a squeeze, and she either splats Bernard in the eye to cure an infection, or she feeds Bernard a little milk, which not only removed all disease from his body, but made him super smart and eloquent. Either way, she helped him see the path to wisdom, right? Anyway, Teddy Milk. It's worth noting that a big part of why Mary is often depicted breastfeeding is to emphasize how she's one of the humble people and not aristocratic. Because for easily thousands of years, upper-class women didn't feed their own kids. In fact, there are references to wet nurses all through the Bible, as well as in Greek mythology and ancient Roman texts. So Mary being a giver of milk is a big honkin' deal. And images of Mary feeding someone other than her baby? Well, that signified her as the mother to all humankind, feeding us both physically and spiritually. But St. Bernard's iconography. You guys, there's so many amazing pieces, and it's from lots of different artistic periods. So you've got all these different styles of Marys and Jesuses, and sometimes it's a little simple woodcut, and sometimes it's a grand painting, and sometimes... Oh, man, apparently they used to have a stained glass window of it at the Abbey of Gethsemane that was so big that Mary is in one panel and Bernard is in the other. And this delicate stream of milk goes from one window to the next. And it's like, bam! I was sad to hear that window wasn't at the Abbey anymore because I've always wanted to go there. It's not far from where my family is from, in Kentucky. And let me tell you, if you think you don't like fruitcake, that's only because you've never had fruitcake soaked in bourbon and handmade by Trappist monks in Kentucky. You want to talk religious experience? Gethsemane fruitcake, baby. And I gotta say, it annoys me more than a little bit that this miraculous happening where the BVM shoots breast milk from her titty into the face of this monk, is known as the lactation of St. Bernard, which should mean that his titties spewed milk and fed the poor or something. Now that would be one hell of a miracle. Madison Cawthorn news, Mr. Pitney? You know... Oh, that's... That is like the... The guy in the wheelchair. The, oh, the, yeah, the conservative guy that I think is hot in the wheelchair, yes. Yeah, the one who, um, John Lovett from Pod Save America, every time he... Every time anything happens, I always have to check his Twitter account, because he always will do, like, a two-word tweet that just says, Still would. Because it's, it's like, because he would. He would totally do him. But <laughs> although recently, 
a, a few weeks ago, something something crossed the line, and <clears throat> and it was like, okay, now I wouldn't, but I can't. I honestly cannot remember what it was. Oh, because it was like really after all these things, now you wouldn't. Because God, the, he's hot. But the late, well, if you want to see him naked. You can see him naked now. I know how fucking hairy his ass crack is now. Ooh. Which is not what I wanted. Um, so, Again, I don't know. I, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin the weird fantasy that I have. <laughs> that he has a hairless ass crack. Not so, that, so yeah. here's the thing. Um, so like, you know, bros acting like bros do. Uh huh. Um. Okay. Every. You know. Like. Every, because remember, like about a month or so ago, maybe six weeks, uh, he said that he gave this weird interview where he was talking about how you know it's weird. I go, I get to Washington, and all these, you know, all these old, like old conservative guys that I've been respecting for so long, you know, before I know it, they're inviting me to like, oh, we're having like a sexual get together, you know, because he doesn't know how to say orgy. And, oh, you know, I remember and talking about like the about key that. bump of cocaine yeah. and whatever. I remember that, yeah. And and he says that, and then all of a sudden, all these people in Washington are like, "Dude, Ixnay," you know? They're all like, "It's like they're all like, uh, what? What's Madison Cawthorn talking about? That's weird. Why would he? Why would he say that about us?" Um. Oh, I totally think it's true, though. Of course it is. Of course it yeah, fucking totally is. And true. Lindsey Graham totally is true. like, "What? They're having parties?" You know. Um. <laughs> But the thing is that ever since that, and it's like, he clearly pissed somebody off mm-hmm. because every, like every other week or so now, these things just keep getting leaked. And one, like one week, a couple of pictures got leaked of him. Now it's only like, you know, from like the chest up, but him clearly in lingerie, um really and it was he was on a cruise like some gross royal caribbean cruise oh, so and he was, it was probably some, just drunk and being silly yeah it was like one of those late night trivia game stupid oh, party so things it's not like it was a fetish thing it was, no who but who it's cares? just that's fabulous and he kind of looked he looked weirdly good in it you know <laughs> and he he probably should have taken some of that stuff home with him because you know it it was a good look but it's like, and that was definitely one of those still would, you know, kind of moments. But so, you know, all of a sudden pictures of him in lingerie get released and he has to release a statement going, what? I was on a cruise and, you know, and, and it was just young people drinking and having fun and it was just, you know, silliness. Well, and, good for him though for saying that. Yeah. Well. And not trying to be like, it was like, yeah, whatever. I was drunk and I was having fun. Fuck off. I think that's cool. Okay. Right. Anyway. Well, then the next one, and I somehow missed this one, uh, a picture came out and it was like some congressional staffer uh, with his hand on Madison Cawthorn's junk. Oh. I didn't see that one. But, you know, bros. Just bros. That has to be Photoshop. I don't know. He doesn't seem to deny these things. He just says, what? What's, what, what? You know, I'm just a young guy just hanging out. I mean, the main thing about this guy is that when he was, you know, in college for like a minute, um, he was known all over campus as, hey, ladies, don't ever be in a room with that guy. Oh, because mm-hmm. he was Mr. Date Rape and Mr. You know, like 
he he's the guy who's gonna trap you in a room and not let you leave. You so know, so he was like the Brock Turner of the East Coast. Yeah, he also. I mean, this is a guy who's lied about. I mean, truly, get, getting into that car accident and get and ending up in a wheelchair is the best thing that ever happened to this guy. Because oh, it because, was a car accident. I was thinking it was something in the military. Because he's a fucking liar. Because he's a liar. Oh, I thought it was he's like a liar. something in the Marines or something. No. No. He loves to tell big stories about how he was left for dead by his buddy, which is a complete lie. He loves to tell stories about all this military shit, which is a lie. He's a big fucking liar. But people, pe- the Trump voters don't care about lies. Oh, obviously no. not they don't care you know you know if, if there's proof that something's a lie they just go well obviously it's the truth then if you're trying yeah, to and as me long as not. long as trump grabs him by the pussy that's all they care about right so the new <laughs> thing that came out this uh video clip which is clearly like you know shitty cell phone video from a few years ago and he's completely naked in bed with his buddy and he's humping the dude's face. Wow. Really aggressively humping the guy's face like bros do. Well, like totally straight bros do broing out. (laughs) And when I say he's completely naked, he's completely naked. And that's a lot of hair in his ass crack. That See, is that lot. is like typical Republican. Because you know all those conservative Republicans that are married. Well, they all have teenage butt boys. Oh, my God. I mean, and They're he, all closet queens. And his reaction to this is... Hey, I'm, you know, so you have a guy in Congress now who's of the generation where everything, you know, everybody, everybody has video and pictures of each other all the time. It's like, okay, you're not denying that you did it. You're not, you know, you're just, you're just mad that someone released the video. You're not, you're not denying that you shoved your dick in your friend's face because you thought it was funny. And it's not Uh. like he just did it once. I mean, the guy, I mean, you can't even see his friend. He is. But the, the friend is definitely under there because he's screaming. Oh, I thought it was like sexual activity. It's not not sexual activity. No, if I, someone oh, I was doing the... that to me, it would be sexual assault. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought the guy was like sucking him off or something. Oh, he was just being a Humping drunk asshole. His... He is on top of this guy. Oh, I understand his that. Okay, dead that legs, totally changes it in my mind then. I'm his sorry. Arms yeah. Walking him up, his dead legs dangling behind. He's quite spry for a guy who doesn't work from the waist down. And he is humping his whole body up and down on that guy's face. Drunk, thinking it's funny. I mean, I guess he's drunk. I don't know. Oh, see, I misunderstood. I thought it was actually like this guy was giving him a blowjob. They wouldn't be making the sounds they were making if it was sex. Or if they oh, were, that's Oh, that's weird what I misunderstood. So it noises. was just some drunken sexual assault bullshit that yeah 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 i get it you know bros thinking that sexual assault is funny 
But and that's the same kind of shit that happens at frat houses where people die because they get a broomstick stuck up their ass or something. Yeah, right, like, and they get like perforated colon. Yeah, and, like yeah, and because yeah, they've had so much to drink and their blood alcohol is too high, so they bleed out. And yeah, yeah, totally not cool. Totally, I'm sorry, I totally yeah. misunderstood. I actually thought it was like. But it's you know it's he very, was having a gay sex encounter like a consensual really, gay sex encounter. I mean, it's it's. For a guy who is the super, super straight, the guy who is, like, the ultimate example of as cisgender straight white guy as any cisgender straight white guy can be, Uh, there sure is a lot of footage (laughs) of him behaving otherwise. And it's really weird because... We know lots of people who are very relaxed and free with their bodies and are funny and goof around a lot who don't have things like that that could be shared. And I can guarantee you he probably got his dick sucked by men in every glory hole on the college campus that he went to. Oh my god, especially if he was having trouble, you know, getting the girls to do it. Because that's what those conservatives do. They all get their dick sucked through the glory holes by men. Especially if, like, once once all the girls on campus were told to stay away from him, it's like, well, the the, the guys who don't want their parents to find out, they'll suck each yeah. other. They'll suck each other off, and they won't tell nobody. Oh, imagine, you know. If they do do the bullshit they're going to say right now and they take Roe v. Wade away, which we're not even getting into that right now, right? We're totally not getting into that. But you know next what's going to happen. They're going to try to do away with birth control. They're going to try to do away with the abortion pill, all that stuff. And you know what's going to happen? Rampant gay sex because women are going to be too afraid to have sex with men because they don't want to get knocked up. So all this morality is going to backfire because... Every college guy will be fucking every college guy because the woman won't put out because they don't want to get pregnant and they'll be having sex with women. Well, I don't know about that. I think they'll just be having sex with themselves. Yeah, it's going to be just like the 50s where no, there was no man in existence that didn't have sex with other men before, you know, because women wouldn't put out. Women totally put out. They just weren't allowed... (laughs) That's why all those women were disappearing and going yeah. off and, ha- you know, not finishing school because they had to go off and have their babies somewhere. Yeah. Oh, don't ruin my fantasy. I'm having an elaborate fantasy world here. People don't suddenly <laughs> develop a different sexuality because they're not getting any. The incels would be having lots of sex with men if women won't put out was yeah. a reason. Because... Just because lots of, there's a lot of men out there who ain't getting And the thing is, you know, I've seen pictures of a bunch of incels because I'm fascinated with it. I think they're gross. I mean, so many of them are gross on so many levels, right? Like, like, yeah, like incel, like really incel, right? Oh, I think the guy I stopped being friends with a couple years ago is, is an incel or he's about to become one. Are actually like attractive and like. Why are the fuck are you like this if you would just be, like, normal? Because they're broken. Chicks would be totally into you. Like, why the fuck are you like this? You know? For the same reason that he is? 
Because I because guess. he because chicks can't be into them because once they get to know him and find out what an asshole he is. Yeah, I mean, I can understand like unfortunate people like being bitter if they're like really ugly and the people are just aren't interested in them, whatever. Because I mean, let's face it, that happens. But, but there they are don't plenty get of women. Le- they don't get that level of crazy. There are plenty of women out there who, if a guy is really a great guy, the guy doesn't have to look a certain way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and they don't. I understand, like, oh, they're disappointed because they didn't get to, like, fuck the prom queen or whatever. Mm -hmm. But they don't turn like that. And I've seen people that are like these angry incels that oh women hate me and stuff and they're actually good looking it's like well maybe women wouldn't hate you if you weren't so such an such asshole. A horrible human well yeah but but they don't accept that because they think that because they're entitled because they think that the world owes them pussy yeah they think yeah. they think that women have to be a certain way and that that pussy is owed to them uh, yeah, and, and women don't respond very well to that, you know. Women don't. Women don't like being told that that we owe them sex. We don't. We don't. Well, like yeah, that. and that's right. You know, rightfully so. Yeah, but yeah, I just that whole phenomenon. I don't understand. <laughs> it's just. I think it kind of goes in with what we were talking about before with the whole spaghetti guy. Ugh. You know, it's just like these uppity guys that think this, that, and the other about... I mean, they definitely think that about women, but I think they think that about everybody. Well, I think... You know, they probably think that about, oh, the help, you know? (laughs) Well, there are definitely people in the world who see everyone else in the world as the help, so, you know... Oh, yeah. We know those people. (laughs) Oh, yeah. for listening. If you enjoy our show, please take a moment to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. If you send us a screenshot of your review, we'll send you a Bitchin' Boutique sticker. Everyone Everyone loves loves stickers! Please subscribe or add us to your favorites wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribers get new episodes first and are also more attractive. Drop us a line anytime at pitneyandamelia at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. You know, and I got to say, um, hold on. Sorry, wait, I have to pick up a chubby puppy here. Oh, look at that puppy. He's so chubby, he can't make it on the couch by himself anymore. Oh I, have to, I have to lift it. Yeah, I love you too. Yeah, it's okay. How was his penis surgery? They, um, they did a little slit on the sheath mm-hmm. and did some stretching. Okay. And the stitches are dissolved and I can't tell any difference. Oh. And they said it probably wasn't going to help. Oh, God. But the only other option is a way more expensive, really invasive thing, and I ain't going there.
like short like a penis shortening surgery they ha- yeah but the way they have to do it is they have to go from the back of the penis and pull the whole thing back by the muscle and there's, I can't put him. I'm not gonna put a ten year old dog through that. No, a ten year old dog with arthritis. Hello, poor puppy. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, poor puppy penis. 